This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. We are lucky enough to have on the phone this morning. We're very pleased to welcome Australia's favourite journalist, novelist, Benjamin Law. Benjamin. Thanks, folks. Thanks for having me. Great. Thank you, Ben, for taking your time out again to talk to us. Look, in 2010, a little memoir called The Family Law came out. Benjamin, for anyone who might have been living under a rock, can you give us a quick summary of what it was about? The Family Law was a memoir about my family. My last name is Law. Family Law. Very clever play on words, obviously. Um, And it was all about growing up uh, Asian and gay on Queensland's the Sunshine Coast, very white, monocultural part of Australia, last mainland state to decriminalise homosexuality, uh, as my parents' marriage fell apart around me during the height of Hansenism. So it's a classic Australian story. So that's what the family law was all about. And then Family Law made TV history as the first ever show with an Asian-Australian family as leads. You had actors playing yourself and your family. Now, I did a little bit of research this show. I was very excited to talk to you this morning because when the show just breathes this authenticity and sincerity, which in my eyes is really due to the writing and the, and the brilliant visual storytelling, how did it feel being a part of the process that brought your memoirs to life in like a really beautiful way? Yeah, really stoked. And the only reason why it happened, because, you know, as you say, rightly, we were the first show to, you know, feature an Asian-Australian family and have 90% Asian-Australian cast. And that was, that didn't happen by accident. I think a lot of producers and a lot of TV networks want more diversity on their screens, but they're really nervous about how to do it because their whole workplace is white or their yeah. whole workplace is heterosexual and they don't know how to tell these stories authentically and with a voice that actually rings true. And so that's why often we end up with tokenism. We end up with these characters that are kind of half-baked, half-written, whether they're ethnic or queer. Um, but this time around, uh, the person who wrote, who read my book was Tony Ayres, who is one of Australia's best film filmmakers, and he happens to be Chinese-Australian, and he also happens to be gay. So he got the story immediately, and he's like, do you want to make a TV show? And I was like, yeah, because I love your work, and I'm obsessed yeah. with it. And the second thing he was, he was um, really pitching to me was like, do you want to be involved? And um, I really wanted to be. So that's how I ended up writing on the show as well, which is great because... Um, you know, I know I know what stories I wanted to tell, yeah. but I also needed a lot of help, which is what TV um, affords you. So, so Benjamin, like there's actors playing your family. What, what, what did your family uh-huh. think of it? Did they have opinions? Did they say, hey, look, I'm a lot prettier than her. I should be. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, obviously it's just freaking bizarre, right, that you've got these characters playing mini-me versions of you. Um, and I think the prospect of the TV show was far more freakish than the book because, you know, TV's so public. And mm. as you say, you've got these actors playing playing you essentially but I think once the actors were cast and once the scripts were written my family were just like really really amused by the whole <laughs> thing and and since then uh, we've all become really good friends uh, so whenever a show is being shot my family always makes a cameo appearance on the show yes. we get to hang out with the actors playing ourselves and in fact we're kind of friends in real life it's kind of repulsive really it's kind of disgustingly wholesome uh, <laughs> And certainly with Tristan, who is the young actor who plays Benjamin Law, mm. um, he is a teenager 
in high school in Sydney, and I live in Sydney nowadays, so we get to see each other. I have such huge respect for his work, and um, he's got a really great family himself, so uh, it's really it's really lovely. Fantastic. Look, last Saturday, the first episode for the Series 3 of Family Laws hit SBS. What can we expect from the new season? So, Season 3 is also the final season because we always conceived of the show as a trilogy and we always knew that Season 1 was going to be about divorce. Season 2 is was going to be about reinvention and finding yourself after, you know, something cataclysmic happens to your family. Yeah. And Season 3 was going to be the Ben's coming out story. In fact, we knew that right from the start. And if you watch season one all over again, you'll see that we were like, hey, Ben is spying on his hot male neighbor for a reason. (laughs) That's not necessarily going to be the plot of season one, but hang in there and we're going to see Ben come out. So we're really stoked to have fulfilled that that promise. And I think just just like a lot of queer people, you know, our sexuality or our gender identity is so much a central part of our lives, but it's not always the main plot of our story, but then sometimes it does become the main plot. And similarly for Ben, season three is where his sexuality um, becomes the main plot. He's reached his mid-teens. So we know he's got to come out by, by the final episode, but the real question of the season is, how is he going to come out? How is he going to have this conversation with himself and his best friends and his family um, and wade that, you know, landscape of denial, anger, confusion, uncertainty, and angst, which of course are the best ingredients for a comedy. Yes. How is he going to navigate all of that um, himself when you don't really have that much guidance and support? And it, it, I can't wait to see how cute Ben's going to get being so awkward and, you know, all this sexual fumbling's going to be happening around. It's going to be quite funny. I can't wait to see it. Yep. Yeah, and it's pretty hilarious as well. It, I mean, as much as we include all that important stuff in there, like the first episode, Ben and his best friend Melissa end up in PVC fetish gear <laughs> unbeknownst to themselves. And we just really wanted to get that on television too. Yeah. Uh, look, Benjamin, you've done a... The, 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 you're looking at, you know, your body of work is pretty impressive, but I'm going to have to talk about one of your books, uh, Shit Asian Mothers Say. You know, having a Vietnamese friend, I had never read something that was so funny and accurate in my life. But does your family now start to worry that everything they say or do might die, kind of turn into a TV show, a new book? <laughs> you know, do they think, oh my God, Benjamin's coming, everyone shut up. Yeah. <laughs> sure, but it's not only me. I mean, I've got a younger sister who's a photographer and a lot of her work uh, involves family. And I've got a youngest sister, Michelle, who's a playwright and a screenwriter. And we write, we all kind of all document our families in different ways. So, um, and also, I think because it's the last season of the family law, they're like, okay. We're done now. We're <laughs> they're wiping the sweat off their brows. I did want to ask, what was it like working collaboratively, uh, collaboratively with your your mum and your sister writing two different books? How's that working with family? It's actually really great because, in some ways, uh, families always work together. My dad had uh, restaurants when we were growing up, so we've always worked with family in that way. Um, And then in terms of collaborating, you know, Michelle was in the early writer's room for season one of The Family Law. We wrote Shit Asian Mothers, uh, Shit Asian Mothers Say together. Mum and I have write sex advice columns, which sounds really weird (laughs) for a magazine called Lift a Brow, which then became a book called um, uh, Law School. And she gives them great advice. She gives them great (laughs) advice. Yeah, I mean, she's coming from a different generation, different sexuality, different outlook, a different culture. 
But it's really fun because, you know, I'm really tight with my family. I want to see each other as much as possible. And working together kind of gives us that reason. So it's pretty sweet. And, you know, we've been through all the tumultuousness that's depicted on the show. That's behind us. So we can, you know, happily forge ahead as, um, you know, very sensible, mature adults we obviously are. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Look, we're so excited. Look, Benjamin, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to Joy this morning. Remember, you can catch Family Law Season 3 at 8.30 Saturday night on the SBS or, like everybody else, go to SBS On Demand and it's all available there right now. As well as Season 1 and 2 of Family Law heard now also on SBS On Demand as well, so you can catch up from the beginning. Thank you so much for your time and we can't wait. Have a great day. Thanks, team. See you later. Wake up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.